Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Keju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Ma? How was your birthday celebration? Oh, my birthday celebration was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I overindulged a bit and paid the price for it. However, I'm going to keep the party going. I'm going to continue to celebrate. Well, I celebrate life every day, but I'm going to do uh, extra celebration every day until I return from Hawaii, which will be the first week in May. Okay. okay. All right. Yes. All right. All right, Ma. Good. You know, I'm excited for your trip. Good. I know uh- you will. Okay. All right. Um, so I guess we can just kind of get things started. Let's um, tell everybody what we're sipping on today. We're going a little light today. Um, we are sipping on, we're moving on up Cabernet Sauvignon, uh, Love Corkscrew from Krishan Lampley. Mom, you want to go th- uh, give us a little okay, toast? Okay, let's raise our glasses to long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness, and the chickens coming home to roost for a certain individual who's just been brutal toward his mankind for years. Okay. Salud. Salud. Now, see, that's nice and smooth. Delicious. My, since you mention it. Wonderful. My, since you mention it, as we are recording, today is Trump Arraignment Day. And uh, I think he's been arraigned on, what is it? He's been in arraigned. Sorry, he's been indicted on, uh, what is it? For uh, 34 felonies? Yes, 34 different counts. Okay, all right. And then there was no no TV cameras in the courtroom because the judge turned down the, the formal request, right? As far as I know. Okay, they did have a little still photo of Trump. Yes, and they did. He didn't, he didn't look too happy. What, no, what did no. you think, Ma? Uh, I just thought, you know, no matter how much of a clown show you uh, put on or attempt to put on, no way, baby, you aren't feeling humiliated. I don't know what's going to happen from here on then, but from this day forward, you are a defendant. You are a defendant. From, from this point on, you have been indicted criminally, criminally, not civilly, the state of New York, not Tom, Dick, and Harry suing you the state of New York, you have been criminally indicted from this point forward. And people, some people, not necessarily me, but some people are still gracious enough to give you the benefit of uh, innocent until proven guilty. To me, I feel like you've been guilty for years and it's long overdue. And you've you've been given more grace than you deserve. And so, but that's not for me to say. Even though I just said it, that's that's not for me to say. And I say you deserve due process because that's our system. The due process that you did not want to grant those five young Black boys. You know, the due process that you didn't want to grant many people you know, and the rights that you trampled on of other people, now you want those rights super extended to you. So, okay. So let's see how it feels. When you're treated the same way everybody else is treated, 
Let's see how it feels. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't really have anything else to add. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, this is what Trump deserves. Uh, I hate that this is actually happening to the country, but I'm glad that finally, you know, he's being brought, I don't know if he's going to be brought to justice, but at least we're seeing this play out. And I know, yeah. you know, he's embarrassed. You feeling real humiliated. How right. does it feel? Karma. Chickens coming home to roost for sure. Well, karma is not even applicable to you because you right. will never get what you really deserve. Right. Because you've lived too long and too well and been too rich and been too healthy to get what you really deserve. What you what you gave to so many people who followed your advice on COVID, so many people who followed your advice on being violent and, and so forth, and all this Second Amendment and violent stuff that, that you are um, misconstruing and spewing to your base. You'll never get what you really deserve because you have literally caused a lot of deaths. So I don't even want to go any further with okay, that. Okay, let's let let's I don't want to I'll spew yeah. so much bit of, and I yeah. don't want to go there because because that's how I feel. Okay, that's let's how I really feel. And yeah. that's what really happened. Okay. okay. Well, Enough you put it up so you can, you know. I know. Okay. All right, Ma. Did you did you get a chance to see the women's NCA tournament? Uh well, the final. Did you get a chance to watch it? No, I didn't. Uh, tell me what type of sport is that? Soccer, basketball, volleyball. Okay. Well, my dad. What? So that's basketball. Yes. Um, in which LS, LS, basketball. Correct. Uh, the women's. I'm sorry. LSU beat Iowa to bring home the championship, and it was one of the most talked about moves that happened late in the game that involved two star players that everyone was talking about. So here's what happened. So the LSU forward, Angel Reese, celebrated the Tigers, that's LSU's fourth quarter lead, by waving one hand in front of her face, a gesture that was popularized by John Cena. You can't see me, but we all know from the hip hop worlds and from the black culture that Tony Yayo had been doing it for, I don't know how many years he's been doing it in, in his video with uh, 50 Cent. and. Yeah. Anyway, um, but John Cena did popularize it, bring it to the main. Well, John Cena did also give Tony Yayo credit. He did. He gave him credit. Yes, and yes he, he did. That. I was told me about that. Yes, I was. I was going to say that. Oh, nothing against John Cena. He told everybody, you know, where he, he got, got it from. from Tony so, yeah, which which right. is what you're supposed to do. Anyway, uh, the moment well, give him credit for doing it because so many people don't do what they're supposed to do. Right. So Angel Reese, she was tapping her ring finger while looking pointedly at uh, Iowa Hawkeyes guard Caitlin Clark, who is obviously on the opposing team. And everybody that moment went viral. People started criticizing Reese and the word classless was trending on Twitter. Now, Reese is black and Clark is white. Both young ladies are excellent players. Some people think that that Clark uh, the white player in Iowa who uh, lost uh, has potential to be one of the greatest of all times at the you know ripe old age of 21. And Reese, um, she was named, I think she she was named most outstanding player on Sunday. Uh, Keith Oberman, Ma, he tweeted a picture of Reese and called her an idiot. And he had to obviously retract his statement. And so many people were calling this girl classless, Ma. I want you to tell me, what are your thoughts on this? 
my thoughts is that it's much ado about nothing. They they were just angry because their favorite team or person lost, and they were just being uh, showing unsportsmanlike behavior. To me, in all these John Cena, oh, sorry, not John Cena, Keith Olbermann, Ma hadn't even watched the game. No, well, he just wanted to comment on things. Keith Oberman, he he always talks, you know. But he will correct himself when he's wrong or gets more information. He will usually retract what he said because he's done it many times. I don't know if he did it with this. But he did. I, he yeah, did. Okay, okay. But why would you call a 20-year-old young woman uh, an idiot and... You're a six-something-year-old well, we man. Yeah, well, we know who was the idiot in that situation, okay? We okay. know in that scenario what it was. And also, and my, I didn't mean to, I don't mean to cut no, you no. off. Also, also, Caitlin had done the, um, you know, you can't see me hand gesture in the game beforehand. As I said, I think they were hating. The team also, wait, wait a minute, my, and also, yeah. Caitlin has also, uh, the, the LSU team felt that Caitlin had been disrespectful when she was playing against the other team um, because she waved off the girl who was beyond the three point uh, mark. And she figured that, oh, I don't even need to guard her. OK, Listen. OK, OK. All that simply means yes. that they, they were both. uh saying how great they are or bragging. They had both done it and it didn't become an issue and a point of contention until uh, the black one did it to the white one. That really is kind of how this is playing out. Mm -hmm. Or if you don't want to say about the black one did it to the white one, the white girl lost, okay? Which is the same thing. That's what you're saying to me, Pay. That's I, didn't what say, you I didn't say anything. Well, well well, that seems to be the issue because yeah. they didn't call the white girl classes when she did it and she no. did it first. Well, yeah. what is the is there some other point here? No, and but well, I also okay. but well, I okay. also, it's wrong because it, they're holding her to a double standard. I think a different it, standard. I definitely yeah. think race played a, a issue in it. And I also yeah. think you know, misogyny played an issue because I think that if the, this had been males. And they had been, you know, playing around and taunting and doing the things that men typically do or that we see or used right. to them seeing. Nobody would have made a big nobody, deal about it. That's absolutely true too. And and there's also a point of of women. How why are women judging ourselves? Why do we judge ourselves so harshly? Because I'm quite sure some of that commentary was from females. So that's also another issue. That's true, but it was a lot of men that said it. Yeah. Well, anyhow, I mean, I kind of gave you my thought on that. Either okay. a, a combination of uh, them, their team not winning, uh, racism, uh, misogyny, you know, combination of all those things. Sportsman-like behavior, you know, combination of all those things. I, I want to give credit to, you know, Caitlin Clark and to Angel Reese because they're phenomenal players and they made the game very interesting. And that's the highest uh, final in women's history, the, the highest of points scored ever. And okay. so those, those ladies did their thing and they, okay. you know, and you know, they, they make it more interesting. And we know that women's basketball needs more viewership. So congratulations, absolutely. ladies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we're talking about ladies. We're still talking about ladies in basketball because uh, First Lady Jill Biden is under fire for some of her comments as she was there watching the game, you know, obviously um, as a spectator. And speaking on Monday, uh, Biden 
First Lady Jill Biden congratulated both teams on their performance in Sunday's national championship game, as well as specifically highlighting Iowa's sportsmanship. Last night, I attended the NCAA Women's Basketball Championship. And she said uh, she wanted to specifically, she said, I'm going to tell Joe that Iowa should come to the White House too because they played such a good game. Now, it is tradition for the national champions to be invited to the White House, but not for the runner-ups to be invited. And so Angel Reese tweeted in a link to the story. She said, it's a joke. And she said that she will not be coming. And one of her teammates said that she will not be coming as well. Good. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Mom? Okay. Now I'm going to tie this to something that I don't know if you even, I don't even know if you remember or whatever, or even if you are old enough to remember, I'm going to tie this to Donald Trump. What Jill Biden has suggested sets a precedent. They don't invite the losing team. And where we're going to say that there is a racial component to it is it be, is because it seems that the hero of, on the winning team, the winning team and the hero seem to have been uh, Angel Reese or, you know, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. As opposed to the other very excellent uh, white player on the losing team. Mm -hmm. When Donald Trump was doing Apprentice, the first black man who won the apprentice, Donald Trump wanted to make him the co-winner and wanted to set him up. Randall. With, uh, Randall. Randall. With, with a white woman. Yeah. It didn't go down that way, I don't think. No. I was tracking the whole thing. But Randall was like, no, or somebody. They came up with no. But he <laughs> sat right there and suggested that they have co-winners. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because he was not fully embracing this black man as the winner, mm -hmm. although he ended up being the winner, okay? And it reminded me of that when you told me this story about Jill Biden. Mm -hmm. You know, how come now when it's a black woman who is the hero, now it's a different, the rules change. Why, why did the rules change when it's me? When people do that, it smacks of racism. It smacks of racism. Why? Why are you setting the precedent now? Mm -hmm. Why wasn't it co-winners last time, last year, last month, last week, last whenever, last opportunity? Why is it when the Black person comes step, steps into prominence, now the rules have changed. You're going to share your spotlight with somebody else other than your team members. Right. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. And guess what? And good on uh, Reese, wasn't it? Angel, Angel yep. Right? And good, one of her teammates. I, I good on before. Angel Reese and that teammate for just seeing through to the bull crap. Mm -hmm. Seeing it for what it is. First lady or second lady. I don't care who you are. No, no. I'm really no. disappointed in Jill. I didn't no, think that she would you, come you out said, of her face that way. That. Yeah, you, you know what? And she's so racist, she didn't even know she's racist. She doesn't even realize that. What message do you think you're sending? Right. What message do you think you're sending? And you know, those ladies will they'll play ball again together. That's right. Nothing. You right. know, you, you respond to the, what some Twitter gossip. I mean, what, what you know, I mean, what you supposed to be the first lady. You know, you need to step back. You need to keep that, you need to be quiet. You know, I'm getting ready to drop the doctor from you. I'm getting ready to be like my son-in-law and drop the doctor from your name in a minute. Okay. 
And so, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, I, I completely agree. Like I said, I was surprised she said it. And I'm glad that that girl, uh, Angel Reese, that young lady, you know, I, I like her. I like her strength. And listen, and Caitlin, you, Caitlin is great. She's a great player. And I like the way she plays. It's nothing against her at all. You know, nobody is against her. You know, we don't we don't not, like it's how not, it's not even Twitter, of course, how not. Twitter behave, how Keith Oberman and people like that behave. Yeah. Like, nothing, nothing wrong with those two ladies. They're competitive. Absolutely not. And they'll be playing again. And sometimes Caitlin's going to team's going to win and sometimes Angel's team's going to win. And that's just it. That's, that's just all to it. That's right. All right. Keep okay. it moving, I, all right. I'm going to keep it moving, ma. So, yeah. Well, no, I, I shouldn't say this is your friend because I know this is not your friend. DeSantis versus Disney. Oh, so, so Disney. Let's make C- this feel short. So, DeSantis got a foot up his arse. That's what happened. But go ahead. So the CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, said a company has a right to freedom of speech, just like individuals do. And adding that DeSantis's policies are anti-business and anti-Florida. There you go. Now I don't know. Drop the mic. Drop the mic, Iger. That's all he needs to say. That's all he needs to say. And that's anti-American. Guess what? That's anti-conservatism. Okay. Well, that's totally anti-conservatism. Well, DeSantis really that's, was just trying to take over the company, and he so, thought that that he had the upper hand, uh-huh. but Disney was doing everything out publicly, but quietly to where they retain even more control. Yes, yes. Drop the mic And DeSantis is having DeSantis. Drop the mic on DeSantis because they keep saying DeSantis is Hitler. Why are people overlooking Mussolini, who was Hitler's mentor? DeSantis is Mussolini. Mussolini is even Italian, Okay. No, he's a mini Mussolini. Okay, my we Mussolini want to be. Oh, ma. No, but now I'm saying when they're drawing analogies, that is no, no. Mussolini is the architect. Okay, he's the original. Listen, I don't like the Santas, but I don't want to. Yeah, well, then why you? Everybody's calling him Hitler. Why are they skipping? Why are they going to Hitler, who was only second banana? Why aren't they saying Mussolini, which is what it is? And everybody knows that. Okay. So, but okay. No, he's a he's a mini Mussolini wants to be. And if anybody doesn't know, for those who doesn't know and haven't heard and or forgot about it in, from school days or whatever, look it up. Now, you know we're trying to get sponsors, right? Okay. All right. Okay. just messing with you my oh gosh DeSantis is not right he's not a good person he's not he's not he okay. evidently has forgotten his history things did not end well for people who behave like him Go well it in, in other news my uh have you been paying attention to all this AI stuff that's going on so for the audience not too much not okay. too much Okay, so for the, a little, you can't avoid it to some extent, you know. So, so for the audience who isn't aware, and I just recently found out about a Chat GPT. It's an AI-powered large language model that generates responses. It can write and fix code. It can, you know, help you compile a resume. It's a super duper sophisticated robot. I mean, well, it's, well, it's not a it's not a robot, ma. Okay, well, a machine, it's a thing. It's yeah. 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 It's something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it can translate information. It might it can even pass a bar exam 
and be in the top 10% percentile. Yeah, right. That's how sophisticated it is. Oh, good. Okay. So according to Goldman Sachs, 300 million jobs worldwide can be affected by AI, which is okay. 18%. 18% everybody of- understand that this is artificial intelligence, right? Uh, if everybody's not paying attention. Okay. 18% of the work globally could be computerized, you know, and that that's a lot. And it, but they say it would mainly affect more advanced um, economies, partly because white collar workers would probably be at more risk, obviously, you know, like accountants, administrative workers, court reporters, lawyers, engineers are expected to be to feel the burn. So what are your thoughts on this, Ma? Do you think it's a way because do you think it's eventually wind up being more helpful or do you think that everyone is going to wind up really feeling some terrible effects from all of this AI stuff that's going on now? Uh, You know, uh, clearly some jobs are going to be eliminated. Clearly some people are going to be impacted by it. But I think what's going to have to happen is that then we're going to see a glut in other markets, you know, in other markets that we cannot be replaced by sophisticated machinery, whatever you call it, whatever label you give it. That's basically what it is. Um, and I think we're going to there's going to be creations of new jobs in other areas because always where jobs are eliminated in one area, they're created in some other area. Correct. Oh, and and that's what's going to happen. So we're going to see we're going to see some elimination, and you know, um, obviously, but I think we're also going to see some creation of of new jobs, and it will become clear where those what those areas are, what those jobs are. Right. We'll just, we'll just have different kinds of jobs. I think, yeah, I think you know, but but it's gonna yeah. you know take because some man, listen, listen, society has the need to work. Mm-hmm. Okay, even even grueling jobs and, you know, jobs that we hate and complain about, man does have the need. When I say man, mankind does have the need to work. Mm-hmm. So we will create employment for ourselves. Definitely. Right. Yeah. And I think AI is, you know, surpassing robotics at this point. And they say right. over 62 percent of applicants on ZipRecruiter are fearful of losing their job to chat GPT. So we'll see. And Italy has banned chat GPT. So we'll see, yeah. you know, what happens. Well, that's for now. That's for now. You know, we move on. We we make progress and and we will and we will continue to create jobs for ourselves. Whereas, like I said, we eliminate jobs in certain sectors. You know, we'll create jobs in other areas. So, I mean, that's just the way it is. Okay, speaking. Look how many tech jobs have been created. There used to be hardly any. And look at that, how that just burgeoned into what it is now. And then there'll be some, you know, slacking off and, you know, due to, you know, uh, more sophisticated and more, uh, you know, efficacy on the part of, uh, you know, AI, you Mm -hmm. know, type machinery equipment or whatever then you know then um you know there's growth there'll be growth in other areas that's just all you know that's how that's how i really feel about it yeah the challenge is just to to be trained and get ourselves trained in those other areas and to keep up yeah yeah keep keep up with the time keep up with ourselves Yeah. yeah absolutely okay uh speaking of i mean even cars i mean what what is it going to be no drivers now look how many people make money driving just driving. Well, you know, they think that'll be the next thing. Yeah. Well, well. And then 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 we get jobs doing something else, right? Then we move on into some other field. So that's just that, it. That is true. 
Yeah. Okay. Speaking of jobs, Ma, um, there is a rumor that Gail King and Charles Barkley are finalizing a deal would have them jointly leading a primetime hour each week on CNN. It's not complete yet, but that's the rumor that is being put out there because CNN has seen a ratings dip, um, you know, over the past few months. Would that be something that you would be interested in watching, Ma? You know what? I, you know, I don't want to call it. I think I would tune in just for the novelty of it. I think I would give it a shot. You know, generally, I might say just separately, I might say, yeah, I don't find them that interesting. But working together, they may create something that's bigger than they are individually. You got me? And and so I think I might look at that. They might create a different kind of chemistry. Well, I don't. OK, so I, I've never seen them work together. I've only seen, you know, well, my thing is that Charles Barkley is very interesting and says all types of, you know, outlandish things. I just don't agree with the majority of the things that he says. Right. And, you know, so I just sometimes I just think that he just says things in order, you know, to get attention. Yeah. Um, Gail, on the other hand, has not, you know, I don't have any issues with Gail, but she doesn't seem to be the most exciting person. Well, that's what I'm saying. The two but, of them together, but Charles, you know, he says it's a lot more interesting. I, yeah. I got all that. What I'm saying, the two of them together may be different. Individually, I'm not that interested in either one of them. Um, but together, they may balance each other out in a way that is interesting. So I would give it a shot. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm I'm in agreement with you. However, together, sometimes together, you know, uh, you know, together things are different. Yeah, but but Charles Barkley fits in really good with his basketball people on TNT. He fits in with them. You know, he says craziness. He yeah. doesn't even he yeah. doesn't even halfway know who's playing anymore. You know, right? But it just yeah. Funny. Okay. All right, Ma. I, um, I'd be somewhat interested. I'm okay. going to put it that way. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll tune in, you know, give them some ratings, see how it goes. Always. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so, oh, Vivica Fox, mom, is get, getting her hands into directing. Uh, she is directing the first lady of BMF, the Tonisha Welch story. Now, for people who don't know who Tony, Tonisha Welch is, Tonisha, Lala plays her character on the BMF series. Okay. 50 cents. Okay. So she so, is really a real person. She is a real person. Yeah. So 50 is she still cents. Alive? I, I think okay. so. Based off okay. what I've heard. So okay. 50 cent got wind of it and had this to say. He oh, said, boy. this should say 263, not BMF, referencing the crew BMF co-founder, Terry, you know, who started in Los Angeles. What the F is this man? Vivica, uh, so you're not going to ever leave me alone, hun. And what the F is Judge Mathis doing in this mix? I'm done. I'm done with all of you ends. LOL. That's what he said. So well, just, wait a minute, what, what is Judge Mathis doing in it? He's the executive producer because it's these ladies from Detroit. This is what he has to say. You, oh, my, oh, you, oh. My, you my guy, let Tonisha eat, the first lady of BMF. You know, I know Lala's doing a hell of a job, 
that's right this is hell anyway uh but y'all haven't fed tony i'm from detroit and they're from detroit that's how i'm involved these are detroiters man we cut from the same cloth i respect you man i respect your work now let us get some money that's what judge mathis said so was 50 cent out of pocket on the money or just being his lovely self well he was kind of just being himself I mean, you could predict 50 would say something like that. And it is, it, he probably was a little inspirational. I mean, she knew she was from Detroit before. You know, did you know why now all of a sudden, ooh, you know, mm, maybe that'll work out, you know. And Judge Mathis, he's been repping Detroit all the time. So, right. you know, and he's just been about making his money for years now. So, you know, he's kind of in it, but separate from it, you know. And yeah. Vivica... And she has held on to her memories of 50 for a long time. <laughs> yeah, she has. Well, she has she, held she, on to her she, memories she has, of Curtis. She, she has been with Curtis for a long time now. She's had fond memories of him. Yeah. So <laughs> that's all. So it's the homage to you, Curtis. Feel flattered. I don't, you know, I don't have fond memories of a lot of men. You know, I mean, they're ex for a reason, but for her. Like, I forgot some of the the names for some of them. Like, who? What? No, I'm just playing. Nope. All positive positive vibes to anybody that I ever dated. So, let me So, what I will say to you, Curtis, take it all as a compliment. And Vivica and Judge Mathis, just go ahead and make your dollars. Right. Let let people. It's plenty, plenty out there for everybody. Right. So, that's it. So we'll keep it moving. Okay, Ma. Curtis, I don't forget. Be very flattered. Be very, very flattered. Because it Stop is an homage. Stop calling him Curtis. You're not Vivica. Curtis. You're not Vivica. He's Curtis. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay, Ma. So, in Rumorville, Ma, Tom Brady and Reese Witherspoon are rumored to be dating. Although, I don't believe it's true. Uh, both A-listers are parents of three children, filthy rich, and recently divorced after a long marriage. What are your thoughts on this one? I don't believe this. Now, what this happened to Tom Brady? You, he's filthy rich and has kids? What? What was that about Tom Brady? <laughs> Good. Good. No, no, no. no. I, I, you know, all jokes aside... Let Tom Brady go on and do whatever he's doing. I don't even know what you said he was doing. I said Reese Witherspoon. It's rumored that he's dating Reese. Why did you not hear? Because I was laughing. Because I was laughing so hard at the whole thing. Listen, it's rumored that he's dating Reese Witherspoon. I know. I believe. I know. I know, sweetie. I I know that that's a rumor. Oh, wonderful! Go ahead. They've all got more money and fame and they seem to still be healthy and good and they're relatively young. Go on, go do what you want to do. What is the problem? Giselle Giselle has gone on. She could deny whatever she wanted, but she's doing whatever she want to do. She really is. And that's what she But that's what she's supposed to do. And that's it completely what she's supposed to do. She honored you in the marriage and she tried to have everything together, but you was the one who was acting a fool. And look, okay, so that's it. So he did whatever he wanted to do. That's exactly right. And he still is. 
and he still is doing what he wants to do. And good for you, Giselle. No sense in you stopping up your show any longer for anybody. And Tom never did. No. So now he's he just switching off. He's just switching off to another partner. That's all. That's how he is. Yeah, because he ain't never put the women first. No. You know, he put whatever he wanted to do first. So, you know, now. That's okay. All. okay. Mm-hmm. all right. He bye. One just like the rest of us, only with more money and more opportunity. And 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 for Tom, better looking than most people. Yeah. Well, okay. That's true. There you go. There you go. All right. So we're gonna do uh something a little bit different for Naomi knows best this time. I have okay. a, a couple of questions uh, oh, for no. you. Okay. So, uh, dear Naomi, do you think it's morally wrong to only date men over six feet tall? Morally, yes. Morals have to do with it. I think morals are should be involved. It's not anything about your morals, but I think it's um, I think it's very narrow minded. I think it's very superficial, and I think you um cut yourself off from a sizable pool of of good men. I don't think that's the most intelligent thing to do. And you said a sizable. Well, and I don't even believe that if you found a man who was a little shorter than that and he had long money, I think that would be an equalizer because you are superficial, my dear. That's right. No, so, I listen, height doesn't matter. Nope. No, it doesn't. There's there's different illustrations that I can <laughs> give you, but when it really matters, your height doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> It really matters. Height does not matter. Okay. Okay. Next. Dear Naomi, is it ever okay to date the ex of your best friend? The ex of your best friend? Yes. Okay, listen. Now, you to thine own self be true. There's exceptions to every rule. But I'm going to tell you for me, I have too much pride to date uh, uh, my best friend's man because I don't want nothing you had. I feel like I can get my own. And so I don't care. I don't want my my friend's ex-man. I do not want whatever, whoever, whatever, because I almost would feel like I'm just coming in second best behind you. What happened? What happened? No. I do not want, even if the ex-friend is dead, I don't want my ex-friend's man. Because let me tell you, either one or two things, either what? was you? Did you want him all along? Right. Was you looking at him all along? Mm-hmm. What's up? Did he not want you? Did he choose her first? What happened? And then if for some reason I meet you later or something like that and I find that out, I don't want to, I, I don't want to know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know that. I just ain't comfortable with that. It's too many other men. Maybe, you know what? And I've never had it happen to me in all my life. Maybe I just have never found any of my uh, uh, friends, men that attractive. Maybe I'm not. So maybe my morals aren't that high. Maybe I just, maybe if I just found one and oh, Lord, I just got so attracted to him and lost my damn mind. But 
I've never had that experience. And to me, it's a choice. And I, I could skip that. A lot of other problems in life. I don't need that problem. I, I don't need that. You know, I just skip that. I don't care who you are. Just go ahead. To me, whatever you got to offer, it ain't worth it. It just ain't worth it. I agree. I I don't, I just don't even get it. I would just say, look, you know, it, he's it's off limits, you know, nine times out of 10, he was in the the circle of, with your friends and right. it would just be too awkward and, yeah. you know, not it right. And then, the whole head and, and then you yeah. lose your friend. Like you're right. No, mm-mm, it's just not worth it. Sorry. Yeah. And then, you know what? And then it would make me view myself a certain way. Right. Like, you know, what's up with you? Damn. Is that the only man in town? Guess what? Maybe I need to scoot over a couple towns. You know, when look someplace up, nah, it's too too many other things you can do. You know, you don't need to do that. And I know plenty of people do it. I've seen other people do it many times. And it's like, mm, and and they were people really of very low low moral morals, uh, low character. No, they were. No, they were I, I just were, they were people who would basically just do whatever with whomever. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I'm sorry, but uh, no, to my own self, to thy own self, be true, and I wouldn't be true to myself if I did that. If I did that, I'm not true to me. I don't need anything you got. I'll get my own. I get my own man, or yeah. or at least it won't be my friend's man. You no. know, yeah. All right, man. Let's right. move on to the to the last one. Is it better for a woman to marry a man or woman that they have a great sex life with? but no money or a billionaire and practically no sex. Uh, You're in deep thought, man. Okay. Let me tell you why. See, that's okay. From, from my opinion. Okay. Why are you not having any sex with the billionaire husband? I would need to know why we're not having sex. Mm-hmm. Is it is it a health reason? Uh, is there a physical reason, a mental reason? What is the reason? I would need to know. Are we not having sex because you are into some deviant behavior that could get me and you or get you in jail or, or something? What's going on? I need to know why. Okay. Why aren't we having sex? If it's a really health reason and you're doing the best you can, most health reasons can be addressed. But if it's some kind of health thing that can't be fixed, well, I might say, okay. But I will not understand why we are not having, I need to know why. What if he's, he's not, not, what if he's, uh, he or she is 90 years old and you're 30 years old? Oh, well, then I don't expect much sex. I'm just waiting for you to, to keel on over <laughs> so I can collect my money. That's different. Well, then, but we both understand that. He knows that, and he just wants somebody young to fool around with whatever he can do, you know, uh, rub Ben Gay on him or whatever, <laughs> you know, or something like that, you know, th- then we understand. And then that's an agreement that we made. And it's worth it to you to, to, you know, give a lot of money to me because you really like me or something like that, or you paying for my youth and my time. That's different. Then that's more or less of a business arrangement. That's very different. And and if you're making that kind of decision, if there's kind of that a sixty year disparity in age, then I'm not expecting much sex. I'm not even expecting you to live much longer. So you know that's a different situation. I don't. And, 
And I that's perfectly know. fine if they both agree to it. Okay, so I don't really know the scenario that this but, lady but, but, but was why, referring to. Why you poor? But why are you poor and having a lot of sex? Are you having so much sex you can't go to work? <laughs> well, why are you poor? See, I don't want nobody like that either. Because, see, I ain't trying to live with you uh, under the bridge, <laughs> in the park, and all that stuff. Okay? So I'm going to say I'm going to go for the money. Yeah, you know, and, no, and I'm between those go, two, the money. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go for the money. I'm not gonna be because something's wrong with you. You know why you on drugs? You drunk? What's wrong with you? You know you I have know. you refuse to go to therapy. You 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 know behaving in a psychotic way and won't go get help. What is wrong with you that you're not going to work? And yeah. then why you can't get a check if you that seriously ill? Why we got to be so broke? No, 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 no. Oh, you on drugs, you blowing the money, getting high. What's wrong with you? Why are we so broke? No, no. And then after a while, if you got addiction problems, the addiction can be so bad that that can interfere with the sex too. Yeah. So you end up with nothing and then you keep on, you know, no, 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 no. I rather, you know, I rather find out, like I said, it can be a problem why we're not having any sex in the real life, real talk. There could be a reason we having no sex. Right. You know, I you know, I find that you into some kind of something that could get us in jail or could get you in jail, not me. Yeah. You know, uh, and cause me all type of, you know, stress and problems. I don't want that. But if there's, you know, if you have a high blood pressure or, you know, different type of problems that can be addressed and, you know, can improve, but you, we still don't have a strong sex life, but it's not non-existent, just not that active. You know, you're just not that virile. That's a different thing. You know, so there's there's gradations, you know, there's levels with all of it. But if it's at any extreme, it's a problem. But if I must choose, I will go for the money. Okay, I, I'm in agreement with you, Ma. I'm gonna mm -hmm. agree with that. Okay. So thank you, thank you guys for uh, you know, sending us your questions in particular, uh sending the questions to Ma. Uh so we're gonna switch to well, since we are talking about money, Ma, uh, this is gonna be another little quick little segment, you know, how we always do our little surveys and whatnot. Um, okay. so so Ma, you know that there are about two thousand six hundred and forty billionaires in the world. And so the number declined by 28 this year. So uh, like I said, 2,640 and half of the billionaires are poorer this year than they were last year. 63% are self-made and 13% are women. The richest woman in the world is of course, uh, she is an heir. Her grandfather founded L'Oreal and 735 billionaires are in the U.S., we have the most billionaires in the world, okay? Yeah. 15 yeah. people are 30 or younger, and they're all heirs. Yeah. The, the oldest billionaire is, guess how old? Uh, 96. 101. Okay. And the average age of a billionaire is, what do you think that is? 55. 65. Okay. So uh, new new intros this year was LeBron James, Tiger Woods, and Tom Ford. So congratulations to them. Of course, Wonderful. Rihanna is still a billionaire. Uh, so And so was Jay-Z and Oprah Wonderful. and Tyler Perry. Uh, right. But Kanye West 
is no longer a billionaire. Well, he just gave his money away. Yes. 254 people lost their billionaire status. All right. So my here's the top 10 and everybody. And they all probably were connected to Kanye. But anyway. (laughs) So here's the top 10 billionaires in the world. Let me know if you know these people. All right. Number 10. How many are you naming? 10. Okay. Okay. Keep moving. Go ahead. 10 is Steve Ballmer, who's worth 80.70 billion. Do you know? No. Go ahead. Microsoft. Okay. Number nine, Mukesh Abani, 83.4 billion. Okay. He's, Uh, he's, do you know who that is? Oh, no. He's from, he's from India and his money is diversified, so. Okay, okay, go ahead. Number eight is Carlos Slim Hulu, ninety-three billion. Oh, nice. Go He's ahead. Mexican and telecom is how he got his. Okay, money. good. Number seven. I know you know this person, Michael Bloomberg, ninety-four point five billion. Well, his is going up and up and up. Yeah, you know I know Bloomberg. Go ahead. Number six, Bill Gates, a hundred and four mm-hmm, billion. Yes, I have heard of him. Number five, Warren Buffett, a hundred and six billion. Good. Number four, Larry Ellison, a hundred and seven billion. No. No. Oracle. Go ahead. Number three, Jeff Bezos, a hundred and fourteen billion. Yes, I've heard of him. Number two, Ma, Elon Musk, or a hundred eighty billion. He is no longer number one. Uh, that switches every other day. Well, actually, is he's been staying number two for a little bit. Number okay. one is Bernard Allnut, worth two hundred and eleven billion. Do you know where he got his no. money from? No. Okay. No. So Louis Vuitton, uh, Christian Dior, Givenchy, Sephora, Moet, Hennessy, and Tiffany's. So he owns all of those. LVMH. Okay. And he is, and he is French. Okay. So congratulations to him. Congrats. Uh, congratulations. Congrats. So we will be on that list soon, right, Ma? That's right. All right, Ma. Three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, and the moon, and chickens coming home to roost. Yes. Number one for me. The Barbie movie uh, posters are out, and they look really cute because they're very diversified. They're featuring, of course, Margot Robbie, but Issa Rae, she's a, a, the president. Uh, Dua Lipa, uh, we have Sharon Rooney, Kate McKinnon. So, it was, you know, I, I like that. Okay. All Number right. two, Disney announced that they're doing a live action Moana movie. Uh, well, live action with uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Okay. And number three, I love the women getting their shine at the NCAA Women's Final Tournament. Like I said earlier, Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark, and all those lovely ladies did their thing. And it okay. was like the highest rated. So congratulations to them. All right. Ma, is there anything that you want to say before we go? I want to say to everyone, uh, like I always say, stay safe, stay woke, and drink in moderation. And guess what? Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. That's All right. right. All right, everyone. Um, thanks for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Bambushi Happy Hour, and also All Things Peju. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Peju, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. And like Mon said, you know, everybody stay safe, stay woke, and we'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.